Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Let's go welcome uh, David Faraday to the program. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you. Uh, I am very excited to have you on the show. If I can, I'd like to just tell you I first... Like, I, I, I like to play golf every once in a while... And I know everybody that golfs recreationally says, well, I'm not a very good golfer. I am embarrassing uh, as a golfer. Like, I, it, like at, at the times I've played, I've gotten no better. I can afford to buy really nice equipment now, but I, I have gotten no better. If you've ever seen a bear try to hit a golf ball. Yeah, it's, it's, ver- it's very similar to that. So I, I certainly am not going to watch a whole lot of it on TV. It's kind of like the NBA where you really only have to catch up at the fourth quarter to find out what's, you know, who's going to win. So when uh, when you were on preempting Letterman a couple of years ago at night as my first, oh dear, yes, yeah, I, I was here. I'm a huge Letterman fan, and I'm like getting ready to watch the show, and then now I got to deal with golf. But that was really the first time that I got to watch you for a length of time, and it actually sucked me into watching the golf. You, are, I find you to be very funny, and uh, somebody that's almost the the way you talk. It's kind of like Al Michaels. The cadence of Al Michaels' voice draws right. you in. It's probably the accent, but I also like the fact that there's a lot of balls behind it and you're not afraid to speak your mind. Uh, and I really enjoy watching I hope I've kissed your ass enough to start this interview, but I, I was having a hard time trying yeah. to articulate that. There's, uh, there's actually two very small balls behind it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think you do a great job. I, I'd like to apologize for drawing you in to the game because, uh, I mean, it sucks. Uh, and and the, the strange thing about golf uh, or, or the unique thing about golf is that the people who are interested in it, the people who watch it on television are still actually playing it. Yeah. You know, it's unlike uh, other sports where, you know, perhaps you used to play it, uh, you know, and you've got memories of when you were great and, you know, all the rest of it. Golf is just you've got memories of, uh, you know, you, you've always sucked. Uh, yeah, still playing and still watching. How often do you play? You know, I, I can't. I can't play. Um, I got run over by a trailer um, the day that Elliot Spitzer got caught with a hooker. Right. Um, the fourteenth of March, uh, two thousand and seven, and uh, it crushed my left arm. I lost my ulnar nerve, and I can't close my left hand. The, the you know when you hit your funny bone, the, the, the last two fingers yeah. you know, sort of tingle. Well, they don't work. The middle finger still works, so I can still communicate, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't, uh, I can't uh, get it around a golf club. Is it almost a blessing in disguise? Or are you are you really stressed out? Like, are you one of those guys where it was your life and you had to do it often, or are you just like, ah, I'm done? Oh, um, I, I was making up excuses at the time, you know, as to why I didn't want to play golf, and then all of a sudden I ended up with, with a real one. Um, it was a job to me, and I didn't realize that until I got the job in broadcasting. Uh, I went overnight from a player into an idiot with a microphone, and it just uh, it just happened uh, that uh, I realized, no, you know, I don't want to do this anymore if I can't compete. Yeah, I, I don't. It's it's weird how how you watch these guys. Like when I was a kid, I'd watch Jack Nicholas play. I wouldn't watch it. I'd just see him on on TV. 
And now, uh, you know, as you grow up and you're an adult, you still like it's it's a sport where the you know you play football, you're playing for maybe five years and you're done. But you're right; these guys will still keep playing. Then they'll move into the senior citizens league, and it's the same thing every time. It, it's uh, I, I like the fact that every time there's a kid that comes up and plays, everybody gets all excited because there's finally a new crop and a new face in the group. I think that adds excitement to the game. Oh yeah, it does. And, and personally, I don't really understand the. the the senior tour thing—it's—it's uh, it's like you know, don't don't you have something else to do? Yeah. Um, but you know, having said that, you know, Arnold Palmer played in the Masters until you know he he basically couldn't break ninety, and uh, but still, you know, somebody got to play with Arnold Palmer on that day. That's uh, true. That, that's a really cool thing. Yeah, that, I, I guess that's true. Um, I, I watch a lot of your... I really couldn't care less about most of the golfers' lives, but I enjoy watching your interviews with them. I particularly love uh, you and, and Sergio sitting down together because I always consider him to be, uh, you know, kind of kind of a little bit of a whiner, and I love the way you, you called him out on it in your own special way, and uh, and he really can't deny being, being a whiner and having his moments. Well, I, I, I love to hear that. Thank you, because, you know, I like to, to be able to show uh, the side of my my subject that perhaps the public isn't aware of. You know, everyone has a perception. And, and Sergio, I, I've always said, you know, if you gave him 20 minutes after the round, you know, where he wasn't allowed to say anything, yeah, then people would have a completely different uh, view of him. He's, he's really a, a, a nice kid and uh, with a big heart. And, and uh, that was one of my favorite shows, to be able to show... You know his home and his generosity, and and you know how much fun he has. But plus, I also think that that adds a little bit of an as a fan of a, I guess if you're a fan of a golfer, once you start to know a little bit more about their personality, because I just assume they're all rich white douches that are out there on the weekend golfing because they're rich and they have nothing else to do. When you get to know a little bit about their personality and their family and their upbringing, then you get a little bit of a vested interest in their life, and it makes it a lot more exciting to watch. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. You know, if you look at someone like Jim Furyk, another one of my, my favorite interviews, and a great guy, when he puts his his golf shoes on, yeah, you know, it he turns into this sort of you know white stiff that uh, you know gets no emotion and uh, and this kind of thing. But when he takes them off, he's one of the most genuine. He, he's funny. He's uh, a real blue collar guy. That's just one of the guys. You know, one of the boys and. You know, to be able to show that side uh, of these guys is really cool for me. Do you do you think the Tiger Woods scandal was uh, good for golf in any way? I think it certainly drew more attention to it and made it a little bit made the golfers a little bit more human. Uh, that's my opinion. I don't know what you think. Well, I, I think if, if there was an upside to it, it was the fact that it it, it uh, allowed the, the the players that we we think of as second echelon. Uh, you, you know, to, to come up and show just how good they were. The standard of golf is astonishing. And when Tiger was in the tournament, there was so much focus on him. I, I think that, you know, it was easy to, to let the others escape you. Uh, I, I haven't played now or competed for 20 years. Yeah. Uh, and the game is just, it's a different thing altogether. I, I'm so glad that uh, I'm, I escaped it, you know, when I did. Uh, the standard is unbelievable. Uh, do you? Do you? If I can ask you one more question about that, is as a as a guy close to the game and close to the the players, were you uh, surprised at all? Like I wasn't surprised at all that Tiger Woods was having sex with girls. He's one of the most famous people in the world, and in my lifetime, 
And I guess I'm always one of those people that agree that uh, or that think that it's that's between him and his wife and nobody else's business. And I, I mean, but I wasn't surprised by that. Were you surprised? Well, I, you know, I was surprised at, at how extraordinarily good he was at concealing it. Um, <laughs> no, no, but I mean, I, the fact that he's getting laid a lot, you know, I mean, that's uh, really what a shock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, McDonald had a great take on it. You know, when you consider the amount uh, uh, of girls that he could have slept with compared to the amount that he did, he's actually one of the most faithful people on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> he, the only thing I think he suffers from is Bill Clinton disease, where if you're going to do it, Get it really hot, chick. It seemed like he was really just skimming the bottom of the barrel uh, for a little while. But anyway, uh, oh, speaking of uh, a Norm, we were talking about this before. I think you would have been perfect to replace Craig Ferguson uh, on his talk show. Is that something you'd ever want to do? Uh, you know, I, I've been doing these one-man shows uh, to find out if I can do it or not. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's me. I think I'd last uh, maybe two or three shows before I said something that got me fired. Yeah. I'm not exactly politically correct. Um, you know, I, I, that, that uh, intellectual challenge would be too much for me. I'm just not that bright. No, I'm telling you right now, you would be. it would be great. I mean, think about Letterman. When Letterman first started, he was the guy that was embarrassing celebrities. He right. was the guy that was asking questions. It doesn't have to be the, the tough behind-the-scenes questions, but the guys that say things that no, not everybody else was saying. I'm telling you, I think you'd be great at it. We're talking to David Faraday. He will be in town on Wednesday at Ruth Eckert Hall bringing the one-man show. Faraday off tour, wandering around on his own. Give me an idea of what exactly uh, happens in the show. Well, I mean, if I have an idea what was going to happen, <laughs> uh, um, it, it is literally uh, one of those things where I'll, I'll blunder out onto the stage and... and uh, you know, essentially, I have no skeletons in my closet, um, and uh, it's about my life. It's anecdotal. Um, it's been my life has been such a total disaster uh, in, in in some ways. I'm an alcoholic. Uh, I'm a drug addict. I'm bipolar, and uh, those are are three of the things I've actually got going for me. <laughs> <laughs> when you say drug addict, what kind of what kind of drugs were you addicted to? Oh, pretty much anything, um, you know, other than uh, with a needle, uh, n nothing like that. But, right. uh, you know, I would snort barkeeper's friend, um, <laughs> you know, uh, but really pain pills uh, was the, uh, that was what happened to me. You know, I got addicted to narcotics and uh, I had bad elbow when I, when I played and uh, not from any kind of practicing. I think it was from too much time alone in hotel rooms. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was mostly narcotics. And and how do you uh, how do you beat that? How did you? What kind of pro, did you go into a big program to, to deal with uh, with uh, alcohol? Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's you know that's one of the, the stories that you know that I'll tell is, is how uh, you know Tom Watson uh, saved my life basically, uh, and that's the short version yeah. of it. Uh, you know, I, I needed help. I tried on my own several times, and uh, it came back and got me. Uh, along with the, the depression side of it. And, 
you know, my, my intent in, the, in these one-man shows is I'm determined not to be depressed anymore. And what really helps me is, is depressing other people. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a carrier, uh, a sufferer, so I'm going to try and depress the entire room. Uh, it just tears me the hell up. <laughs> uh, see David Faraday at Ruth Eckert Hall on Wednesday uh, on his one-man show. You also, I, I put on the Facebook page that you were going to be on the show today, and so many people said they wish they could punch you just because of uh, playing video game of Tiger Woods golf, of, uh, of hearing you oh, just, yeah. your, your smarmy retort to your horrible shot. I would imagine people want to slug you all the time. Well, no, I, I actually have punched myself in the balls uh, so many times. In, in, the, in the recording studio, having to do that, 3,000 prompts. I mean, there's only so many ways you can say, um, I think this is a four-iron, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think five enough club here. Oh, God, somebody shoot me now. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. He's in the drink. He's on the drink. Hey, I've always wanted to do an adult version of that game. Um yeah, you know where we we use the outtakes and uh, in in one of the games, if you hit it far enough uh, offline, there's a sheep bleeding, <laughs> uh, all sorts of things. I would buy that. I gotta tell uh, you, I would absolutely great. buy that. Do you enjoy? I as a uh, a casual watcher, I love when the crowd, especially like New York crowds, where they get loud and they disturb the golfers. As a golfer, uh, you know that may be annoying to you, but as a fan, I I love that. Oh, I, I do too. I mean, not every week, but I mean, there are places, for instance, you know, we'll start at CBS at, at Phoenix and, uh, you know, Phoenix is, is you get half a million people there uh, throughout the week and it's also Super Bowl week. Um, it'll be a zoo. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's great. The 16th hole, you know, Gary McCord will be there presiding, you know, conducting the, the insanity orchestra. Um, I think it's terrific. I really do. And, and the players, you know, they, they know what to expect, um, at least at an event like that. Yeah. And the thing about golf, you know, when whoever it is goes out to the mound, uh, you know, at Fenway Park, you know, there's people screaming and yelling at them. But there's a constant hum, you know, of noise. With golf, you know, there's complete silence. You know, and then if you get some idiot that's, like, screaming and yelling, it's, you know, like, keep going so security knows where you are. Right, right, right. Um, it, it's a different sport. I, I just I think sometimes when there's a naked girl on the course or a couple of baba buoys after the, after the hit, it, it makes it a little bit more yeah. interesting. Uh, David Faraday, one of the most entertaining guys uh, you can watch in sports, and certainly uh, just, if you know, hearing him talk for a little bit today about his life, the good stuff, the bad stuff, a very interesting one-man show. Ferry off tour, wandering around on his own. Comes to Tampa to Ruth Eckert Hall on the 21st at 8 p.m. It is a pleasure to talk to you. I'm telling you right now, I, I would love, I think that America would love you uh, on a on a mainstream type basis. If, if I would love to see you do something other. If you're a guy who's drawn me into watching golfer interviews, that's how good I think you'd be at doing. I'd love to see you do some sort of show, uh, you know, non-golf show. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you having me on this morning. Thank you very much. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.